What's going on? This is your host, Juan Gray, and welcome to the Words to Success show, where I have raw conversations with the most incredible and fascinating minds on the planet to help you get closer to your own version of personal success. On today's episode, I bring on Andres Pira, who has a fascinating story from being alone, homeless on a beach as a new immigrant in Thailand, to now, years later, a billionaire with a huge real estate empire and many, many businesses. In this episode, we talk about the power of the mind to manifest your reality, setting up world-class goals, and building your team so everyone is set up to win. This and so much more, Andres is a super intelligent and interesting guy, so I hope you guys enjoy, take action, even on one thing, because that honestly can make all the difference. Vamos. Vamos. I really believe that we all have that spark in us to create anything we want. But we're just afraid of taking the action because we're afraid that that, that it's not going to work or other people will maybe look bad at you or they, they will talk bad about you. If you want to be good at something, study success. And if you want to succeed in life and get all this, study that. And that's what you learn. I mean, if you want to be good at something, study that subject. And listening is a skill that I love to develop because when you listen, we actually learn something from others. When we talk, we're just repeating what we already know. Andres Pierre, welcome to the most badass show on the planet, my man. How do you do? I am doing great, Sean. Thank you for having me here, and it's a pleasure talking to you. It's a pleasure as well, brother. So there's so much to go back from. You have such an interesting life story, a lot of backstory, and so many interesting things that you're doing right now. If I go back a little bit, right, there is a point in your life where you were just homeless on a beach, right? There is a backstory to every little specific life segment, and there's something afterwards. But if we go back to that exact moment, how old were you, by the way? Uh, 20 years old, when, uh, when I was uh, sleeping my days on a white yeah. sand in Thailand, yeah. Okay, so you're, you're 20 years old. Can you tell me a little bit about what, what, it, what is it like in your mind? How do you feel? What's, going, what's the thought process of you being there and being like, I have no money, I just left. Sweden, right? Um, I left my family. I left everything there because I wasn't comfortable there. I didn't feel myself and I wanted to go somewhere else and restart a new life. And you're at a point where you're basically failing, right? Or you feel like you're not where you want it to be. What's going on through your mind right there? Yeah, that's a great question, uh, Juan. And I mean, looking back now, sitting here today and, and, and remembering what I was thinking when I was sleeping on that beach as I... I was living day by day and I was, of course, it was, I, I felt that moment that it was the worst days of my life. I was a complete failure and I was too ashamed to tell the people that I was a complete failure and the guilt and the anger and the hatred and just blaming the world and hating everyone. That was what's going on in my head. But, you know, sitting here today, I believe that was the best thing that ever happened to me. It's just two ways of seeing it. Absolutely. And, and how did you take that failure how did you take anger and how did you direct that like what was you know what happened that you learned to direct that in something in a more positive thing that helped you to move forward and kind of get out of there well i started to focus on all the things that i want to achieve in life and feel good about it instead of just feeling bad about all the things that i don't have so it was just a switch of mindset more or less and it's actually a it helps you tremendously in both the emotional state and how you feel and how you think and how you act and how you take decisions because we all 
mostly we always worry about the things that we don't have in life and we feel sorry and we feel bad about it. But if you just focus on the things that you already have or feel good about the things that you're going for and know that you're going to achieve them, that's just a big difference in feelings and, 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 and action and, and, and success. You're talking about feelings right there. What's the difference of the feeling of right that moment compared to right now, real estate developer tycoon, business mogul, have in over 19 companies from what I've read, right? And uh, after all your years of hard work, you know, achieving, you know, a status of a billionaire, which is something that very few people are able to say, what is the difference of a feeling of how you feel right now in the daily, your day-to-day life? I'm sure there's the, the amount of distress, the challenges, it's always there, right? But how do you, how is the different feeling? Well, I, I mean, I love every single day. I'm happy every single day, and I, I have the freedom to do whatever I want. But the the best feeling that you actually can have as a human being, that because I'm in this situation today, it means that I can help so much more people around to be even become better. When I was homeless, didn't have anything. I couldn't help other people, but to be able to have this position to help others, that's one of the greatest feelings you can have, and that's why I'm doing all these things. And and I believe true success is when you see other people become successful and you help to bring them up. That's one of the best feelings that you can ever have. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. What would you say is, is there one particular story or something in particular that someone came to you and said something that something that you did changed their lives that really, really impacted you? You And you when you felt you were like, that's the most beautiful feeling in the world, and I just got to keep doing that. Was there, did you have that? I have it all the time, and that's why I continue yeah. doing it because it's just great. It's not about me, so much about me anymore. It's about how you can empower others because I actually started to become successful in my life when I started to think about others instead of just thinking about what is it, what is it in for me all the time. It's not about you all the time, but as soon as I started to help other people make money, I was making more money myself. And I, when I started to help other people become successful, I started to become more successful myself. And all these days, I started to notice that whatever you want in life, make sure to empower others to do it because it just comes back to you in, in the most magical ways. And sometimes you don't see how it's going to come back. It doesn't need to be that particular person you help, but it just rearranges itself and you have all this success around it. That's why empowering others, it's, it's a great feeling because you know it always comes back to you. And that's thing what I think that successful entrepreneurs, CEOs, leaders, and, and people like yourself, we all know this, and that, that's what we live for. It's, it's not about all the money that we're making. It's about how we can, can share this joy and, and, and the knowledge together. Yeah, because you could be the wealthiest person on the planet, right? And you go to this mansion, biggest mansion, and you can open the door and hit depression and just full sadness right in the face if they don't have what you know that driving force within them to actually make a difference and see how, how what they're doing actually is inspiring and empowering and making it and making that true difference in people's lives that's why there's so many people like that that have everything or what people think is everything but they really have nothing right i know exactly what you mean i mean i work in real estate and a lot of my investors and buyers they're millionaires they're billionaires but you know what Many of them are depressed because they're so afraid of losing everything. They're so afraid of sharing it with others. So they end up alone. And what's the point in having all this wealth and success or money in the bank if you're not enjoyed with others and helping others? I mean, that's why I think depression happens with people in that you can be rich but still depressed or you can have a healthy, wealthy life but still alone. But it just mm-hmm. depends how you use it. 
And that's that, that's what I think real happiness come from. And what's your advice for people who right now they're maybe doing well, they struggled a lot in the past, right now they're doing well financially, they're starting to get to a new level, but not to fall in that trap that you're talking about right now, that you always, always, like for me, I always want more, but it comes from a personal place of progression, right? And I know that what I'm doing, if I get more, I'm able to, to become more of who I want to actually be. And that vision of who I am is, is something that's makes, it's going to make something good. You know, it's going to inspire and it's going to empower people. So when I'm moving forward, I feel happy, but how do you not fall into the trap where it's literally all about your possessions and you get everything that you think you actually want and end up being at a, like at the lowest place of your life. What's your advice on that from all the experiences of all maybe friends that you have in this market that have a lot of money, have a lot of what people would call success, but they're really in an unsuccess, unsuccessful place? Well, I mean, it's all about scarcity and losing everything. And most of us, we're always afraid of losing what we have. And that segregates us. We become isolated from others. And we, we just get paralyzed of losing everything that we fought for. But is that a healthy, happy life? I don't. I don't believe it is, right? But so I, I do. I, I believe that if I would lose everything one day, I build it up before so I can do it again. Because it's all about the mind, and it's all about how you use it and how you program your thoughts and emotions and control it. And if you learn that one time, you can. You just have that skill and knowledge. You can build things up again. So I'm not afraid of doing that anymore. For me, it's more important of giving experiences to others and being remembered as a person that actually could help others instead of being remembered as a person that just had the money, the houses, and the cars. I mean, that's a big difference of being how, how you're going to want to be remembered as, right? Definitely. Yeah, and like you're touching on the human mind. I think the human mind is one of the most powerful, or if not the most powerful, you know, Thing in the universe but I, only I think if you're able to truly truly master it and there's nobody in my opinion that's been able to truly master it there's obviously people at different levels that are able to not only understand it but then also apply the knowledge that we know about the mind and kind of go further from there so what's your piece of advice to someone like me who's maybe trying to learn as much as possible but actually being able to be the master of my own mind well I mean our minds it can be our worst enemy and it can be our best friend. It's just all about how we use it. People talk about heaven and hell, and I believe that we create that while we're alive, depending on how we use our mind or if the mind uses us. Mm. But if we learn, but it, it's constant training. It's like it's not a you just don't wake up one day and then you're full in control. I mean, it's a it's a daily habit of training. I usually usually have that, that metaphor with a person that wins an Olympic medal. He's been training 10, 15 years to get that, and he's been failing, and he's been coming last, and he's been coming second, but he's been training almost every single day until he gets that medal. It's the same with the mind. It's a constant progression of training, but when you start to see all the dots happening around you, you start to see the manifestations, and you start to see that you're moving forward. It becomes fun, you know, but we need to start and take action, and that's how we develop the mind. We become stronger when we strengthen it, we harden it, and and the better you become at it, the, the more fun it is to use it. So, but it's all we all we need to start with small steps. You cannot just wake up one day and then believe that everything has changed. I started with very small things, and with that, they gave me confidence and belief. And I started to envision and believe in bigger things. And when I achieved those, I could go for bigger goals. But I started with small little goals, and at least that made me feel like I'm moving forward. I'm moving in the right direction, and I think that. 
that's what most people do wrong. They think about that massive goal immediately, that million dollars or that mansion or, or that promotion or that perfect relationship. But that's not going to happen if you don't start with steps steps at first, baby steps, and, and reach those first. And then you, you build up your belief and courage. There is many ways to do it. And, I mean, you know them, I know them, and we love to teach people about them. So, yeah. Definitely. And something that I read up about you is that you have – you have 101 goals, right? That you do every single, you know, every single year. And I connected with that because what I, what I've always done, I just put together a list of so many things I want to accomplish this year. And people look at it and say, okay, you're never going to accomplish. Look at the list, but they don't see that. Like in my notebook, I have something as like hug my mom for a minute. And that's one of my goals, right? (laughs) I literally, and I have that one of my best friends. I'm like, it's hug him for a whole minute. And I'm like, bro, I have to hug you for a minute. He's like, why? Because this is my goals and I, and I have to accomplish that. And it's one of those things that it's small, but it makes you believe. For me, I see it and it looks the same thing. So my goal 37 and my goal 38, maybe goal 38 is to, you know, break my first eight figures or whatever that is within my business. And, and then my other one is to hug. So in my mind, it's like, it's just as, as big, you know, so you kind of trick your mind like to that. And, and they're both meaningful. Hugging my mom for a minute, I think is as than like you know making my first 10 million dollars does that make sense no that i mean that's why you're successful you're using one of the most important principles from any from any success we need to blend all these small goals with the big goals because i mean when you just write something down instead of having it in your mind you see it from another perspective like you're doing as well and when we do those things that we write down we feel like we're accomplishing something and we feel proud of ourselves we feel happy just the small thing that hugging your mom. I mean, just doing it after writing things down, you feel like you're accomplished something. And that's the key to anything because when you accomplish the small things, then the middle things become easier to do. And then the bigger things, they will come out automatically by itself. It's, it's all a progression. I mean, I wrote my 101 list goals just a few months ago, the new one. And a few of them is like buying a new pair of shoes that I've seen on on internet or buying a new jacket or seeing that city or stuff. I also put these small little goals between the big goals. And that's how you progress because when you cross over the small ones, that's a great feeling. And then you know you're moving forward. And then the bigger goals to become more believable. Right? Absolutely. Definitely. And I think all of these goals are relative, right? So, for example, what person's goal maybe one of their bigger goals is to actually travel to one city or to actually buy that pairs of shoes that may be one of their bigger goals so you don't have to compare you know your your page one of your book to someone's chapter 10 right everyone is in a different story so what right now that's for you someone else can read it say you know what my small thing is going to be you know just to get a new notebook and that new notebook i'm going to start writing it in every day so no matter where you guys are where are at Start with small, small stuff and then put stuff that are, but always things that at the end of the day, they're meaningful to you. Exactly. I agree. The goal is, it's all about you. It's not about copying someone else's goal is. We were just giving people examples, but I mean, we can just say what makes me happy. What do I want to be doing? Have just a show with the small thing. We need to talk with ourselves and find those answers in within ourselves. And I believe self-talk and spending time alone sometimes it's very crucial, important, because we live in a stressful modern world. We're always busy at work, or we're always uh, on the way to work, or we're watching TV, or we're meeting friends, or we're having family, but most of the time we're not spending time by ourselves 
and asking those questions. What is it that makes me happy? What do I want to achieve in life? What do I want to see? What do I want to experience? And all these things actually come to you much more clearer when you're alone and you're actually talking mm -hmm. to yourself. And I believe that's very important. And how often do you take time to just self-reflect and, and say, you know what, I'm going to have a conversation with Andres Pira, like with myself. How often do you do that? As soon as I'm alone, I start talking to myself. It might sound crazy, but, you know, I feel good about it because sometimes the biggest inspirations, ideas, and things that you haven't got the answer for, they just come out because you just put a bit of focus on them. But I have a routine in the mornings that I spend 30 minutes by myself every time I wake up in the mornings and do certain things that put me in line and focus on the things that I want to go for life. You make me feel good uh, telling me that you, you talk to yourself because I don't, I don't know too many people that also do that. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like... <laughs> well, it's very important because that's how you get to know yourself, right? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And, and do, you, do you feel like through ask, sometimes you asking questions and it's like your subconscious mind knows what questions to ask. So you're able to un, un, uh, unravel that person that you actually are. And you already have the answers, but it's not there. It's not clear. It's like a picture. Yeah. Conscious mind knows where you want to go, knows what you should be doing, knows all that stuff. But it's like, you need to be asking those questions to that. So it kind of comes into the front and you're like, okay, now I can focus on it. Absolutely. The subconscious mind is always in constant work. Have you noticed some days that you ask questions to yourself and then you don't get the answer, but then you spend some time alone another day and then that answer just comes to you. And it's just, it, you, you, your mind has been working on getting that to you. Just take some time or days sometimes to do it, but believe in it and it will come to you. And it's fantastic when you start to see those dots connecting and it's beautiful. Yeah, and I remember you know having times when I was growing up where I literally just had these things. I was asleep and I came, I wake up, right? And this happens to different people that you wake up and you have this idea or this thing that you've been thinking about forever. It just kind of comes out of nowhere as if it was a dream. But it's because that subconscious mind is constantly, is constantly working. I remember this, this uh, time I was about, I was about maybe 15 years old and I got this idea, like this movie I saw as a script. I saw the whole movie in my, in my head, in my mind. I woke up. And from zero to the end, to where it says the credits, to, for, to the title, to how it was going to look, the whole thing there. And I said, you know what? Like, it was, it was super late. It was maybe like four in the morning. And I had school at seven. Between four and seven, I got up. I started typing. And I swear, it just, it just didn't stop. Literally, at, by the end of it, I had over 80 pages or whatever of the... It wasn't even in a real screenplay. I just wrote, wrote it on, you know, in a document. But it just flew. It just flew. And that's because of that subconscious mind that had made the movie for me right that movie never made the, the day you know <laughs> yeah but it's something that that just kind of flew right and so it's very interesting when you're able to not only happen by chance like that because i've never had another situation exactly like that that i wrote a whole movie in one in like three hours um but it's when you're able to understand why that happened and then try to reproduce that things can get very interesting Absolutely. And the more we practice it, the more of these events will happen. We don't know when, but they just come. But we need to we need to be aware of them because that's I call them flashes of light because we never know when they come. But it's like something is taking over you and it just comes out of you. It's like when I wrote the book, some days it was just like someone was staring my hand into writing it. Everything is just coming out exactly like you explained. And some days nothing comes out, but it's something there. It's your subconscious mind that is always just preparing you and I'm filling you in with the blanks and all that. And, and that's the, the connection we need to see. That's, I mean, it's so powerful. 
super powerful. I want to take a quick second to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Bessie Footwear. They are literally the only everyday sneakers that you can actually wear every day. They are super stylish, 100% waterproof, breathable, extremely comfortable, oh, and they're even vegan. Honestly, when I found out about this brand, I knew I wanted to try them out, and after I did, I hit them up to work right away because after wearing them for months, I genuinely love the product and want to support so more people can actually enjoy the Vessi shoes as well. To check them out, you can go to vessifootwear.com. That's V-E-S-S-I footwear.com, and I can guarantee you won't regret it. Let's get back to the show. Vamos. What would you say is a habit through energy that you do or something that you do to actually manifest a habit that you do that nobody knows about? Well, I, for me, it's very important to focus on gratitude on the things that you already have. And even if some people will say, well, you already have everything, but even when I didn't have anything, I always had something that I could be grateful for. And when you put your focus on that, it makes you feel so much better. And even if you're a homeless person, at least you're alive. Or at least you're, you're in a hot country, or at least you can eat something a day, or at least you have a pair of shoes. But I'm trying to say that we all have something that we always can be grateful for. It can be a friend, a family member. It can be just that you have a piece of clothes that you own. So focus on the things that you have. For me, it's very important. I do that every morning, and I wake up every morning, and I think about all the things that I'm grateful for, because then the rest of the day, I just feel fantastic. And that's something that changes my energy, my frequency and vibrations inside of me. And that's actually what attracts to you negative or positive events. Definitely, definitely. And through that, do you, manif- do you visualize yourself? Do, do you visualize, um, how far do you visualize as in like who you are right now to who you want to be? What stretch is that visualization uh, like usually for you? So depending on where you are, how far in the future do you usually find that it works better for you? Well, I, I usually divide it into different, I would say, sequences. One powers of visualizations that I use is the things that I want to do, be, or have, or achieve within this year, right? Mm-hmm. But then after, I also write things down, and I think writing is so important. Most people, when you ask them what they want to have or where, what decides that, they all say, oh, it's all in my mind. I know what I'm after, but I was the same, and it's just a cluster in your head, and there is no, there is no ranks, there is no order, and, and you, you become confused with it. But what I notice when you write all these things down, it becomes so much clearer in front of you. You see them from another perspective, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why I also write, who, 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 who do I want to be within the next five years? Who am I within the next five or ten years? And then I, I start to picture and write myself on who that person that I am or what, the per, what, what I've had an experience where I'm living, and I, I, it's like I'm writing my future, and I can see that in front of me, and it's so powerful. It, it, it sounds like wishful thinking, but every time I do that, I just know that it will happen, and it's keep happening because that belief has been so strong because you keep on doing it time after time that, that you, you, you just know now. But in the beginning, I was wishing that it would hope. I'd have a lot of doubt, but then when I started to see that I was actually getting things that I was writing down and I'm visualizing and believing in it, and I started with small things, and then it became a belief, and then that belief became stronger, and then I could go for bigger things, and now it's not a belief anymore. It's just knowing. It's just knowing that it will happen, and there is no friction there anymore. You got to a point where there's just absolutely no doubt, right? It's just 100% certainty. 
Exactly, because what do you do when you, you're trying to get something and then the other side of your mind is saying, well, that is maybe too big or that is maybe too hard. Then it's two, two opposite energies trying to compete with each other and this just becomes frequency. It doesn't lead anywhere. But when it's just knowing, there is no frequency there anymore and that's why materializing things and manifesting things, they become much more, they come much more quicker to you. Yeah, and what is something that you're struggling with right now? reaching out to more people and helping others okay it's not a struggle it's just that i'm on i'm on a journey to 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 help as many people as possible and i just want to reach out but it's i wouldn't say it's a struggle it's more, it's it's more of a challenge it's more of like the thing that you're currently you know in the worst I set my mind to it yeah of course yeah i mean books and books are, it's not about making money on books and stuff but it's just i became successful because i helped a lot of more people become successful within my companies employees and people and friends but what if we can expand it into many other people around there? Wow. I mean, that, that, that would be amazing. Mm. Right. And one of the things there is deciding where you're going to spend your time, right? Because you can be doing all kinds of different things that achieve a same purpose. Some are going to have maybe more value to, uh, you know, and, and others, for example, you taking the time to, to want to do this, this show with me. Um, why what is the things that go through your head and say okay i'm going to spend my time here and i'm not going to spend my time there how do you basically manage that well it's all about prioritizing and of course making schedules and know how your day is going to pan out and make sure that uh, uh, you have certain commitments to do and sometimes you need to prioritize what's more important is this is more important helping others or this is something i need to do for my a certain company or department. So it's all about uh, planning yourself the day, or I usually do it the day before. But I love just meeting new people because I believe that every person that you stumble across in life, they always have something there to teach you. Most of the time you don't know what it is or who it is, but just I just love meeting new people because there is always something there that I don't know about. And listening is a skill that I love to develop because when you listen, we actually learn something from others. When we talk, we're just repeating what we already know. So meeting others and listening to them, that's, I, I love that because there is always something there that you don't know with others. So doing all this is fantastic. Definitely agree. And talking about you know, making priorities, creating a schedule, it's super important you know, for, for you having so many different companies and so many different things that you're, you're doing. Obviously, you need a great team, right? A great team that are going to be able to manage all those different ventures that you have. So how do you go about picking and deciding, okay, you're the people that I want to, I want to go, not, not to war with, but you, I want to, I'm going to go through all this because there's going to be all, the ups, there's going to be downs, right? So you need to truly trust that process and trust that person. So how do you decide and make that decision? You're, you're the person I want to work with. Well, I mean, it's all about trust and working with people on a long term. So my highest executives, my sales managers, sales directors, the, the highest positions that I have within my departments and companies, they've been with me with many, for many, many years. And they got promoted because they went that extra mile. They work when they didn't need to work. You can see these specific characteristics in some people. Some people, they go to work nine to five, and that's just it. They're just going to be employees. But there is always a few people that 
they sit there to six o'clock. They just do that extra thing. They they come a bit earlier to work. They leave later, and they're just more motivated. They help others, and that's how you distinguish and take out leaders. Because then you know that you can put more trust in them, and then they can take over departments and other companies. And then you're just a person that oversees stuff, but you have excellent managers and 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 other. Um, uh, directors within your organizations that are actually doing a lot of things for you. You're just helping them in the back end to inspire them, but you have full trust in them. And it's just learning how to to pick up the right people to put them in the right positions, I guess. Yeah. Definitely. And what's, what's the day-to-day like when you have different managers in your different ventures? Is it like you every week you're checking and you're getting email follow-ups of what's going on? And then how, how, do, you, how do you go about that? Well, I have, I have several, many different offices, many different companies, but every company and every department, they always send me a daily report. And I can see every day before I go to bed what happened in the different offices, who came in, what customer was there, what happened in the day, and just day-to-day operations. So then I can see all these different organizations and companies. So I have an overview of what's happening, and I can interfere if it's something I see that is not going the right way, or if they need some guidance, or they need some help, or, or inspiration, or there is a problem that arises. So I can see it, and I jump in when needed, but sometimes I just overlook and I don't need to do anything, but I still have an overview of what's happening everywhere when I day-to-day basis and I form group chats with every department and that so we're always connected in case they need quick answers or we need to solve problems in a quick way. It's super interesting because it's like you have the mind that is literally in like different places but it's still very focused right so it's it's super important to be able to to uh, to always be learning as well always be adapting especially when you're in different industries so what, what is something that you're are you do you do you read a lot what is, how is it that you keep yourself always informed of what's going on? Uh, within the companies or you're within the... More, more within a certain industry. I mean, it just, just to be, because oh. you're, you're someone who they go to, right? When it's like, maybe something's happening, Andres, what, what do we do? And you're the person who has the answers. Maybe you don't always have the answers, but you, you find the answers. So how, how do you make yourself that individual who usually knows what to do or can lead them in the right direction? I mean, I'm just a part of the team, and sometimes I'm the one who comes with great advice, and sometimes the team members, or sometimes the manager does, but I think my uh, brainstorming together as teams is very important. Sometimes big problems arise, and sometimes I don't know the answers to them. I, I don't know all the answers, but I usually ask them, what do you think is the best thing we should do about the situation? Talk with talk with the people uh, within your department and come back to me and see what the best answer is. I might already know what it might be, but I still let them think freely and still see if they can solve the problem or not and let them come back to me. And when that time you give them you give them responsibility and that they feel that they, you trust them so they can do big decisions. But then of course they need to report back to you. And most of the time they come up with brilliant ideas, sometimes even better than I thought. And sometimes they're stuck. And then I give them a bit of hint that's maybe try to do that way or let's do this way and see if we can recuperate that problem. But it's all about teamwork. That's the most important thing with any success. It's not about me being being a successful businessman is all the people that are around me that that creates the success definitely you are you someone who likes art i love art you love I, art yeah well i love all different kinds of art and i have a lot of different hobbies i collect in art and it's the rare items all around the world and that's a hobby of mine that i have when when i when i'm not working actually yeah do you consider yourself a a creative a creative individual, like an artistic um, person? 
I mean, creative person or being an artist, it's, it's just anyone can be an artist. It depends on, I believe, using your passion and creating things that you want to see in front of you, right? I mean, I love real estate. I love to build things. And but because it starts with an image in your mind, it starts as a, just a picture. This is something that you want to build. And that picture becomes a drawing on a piece of paper. And after that drawing, it becomes a number. And after that number, it becomes a construction. And after construction, it becomes a building. And then finally, when you're standing in front of it and touching it and feeling and seeing it, you realize that it all started with an image in your head. I mean, wow, I love this kind of thing because you're just materializing things in the front of you. And that's that's awesome. I love that. Absolutely. <laughs> and I, that's artistic maybe in one way, but everyone has different skills and talents. But I just like to create things in my head and then make them reality. And I think that's what an artist is, because if you're someone who is a maybe a painter, you see that painting right in your head and it's how you can materialize it into physical form. A movie director or a writer has that movie or that idea in their in their mind and it's how they can actually make it make it happen all these people in my opinion are artists just like you said development so you're and i think it's never exactly what you see because during the process there's things that are going to change things maybe a different actor than you thought right or in a painting a different color or something in the painting that might be a little different and you you a different type of material so it's very interesting how that initial vision kind of gets kind of gets transformed into that ultimate vision of that people are actually going to see of course it changes along the way but that's when people come into your vision i mean to build something or to make a painting or to make a, a movie or whatever you need other people around to make it happen right then they will come with advice they will come with ideas they will put in their their feedback and suddenly it doesn't exactly have to be as you picture but we're all creators i, I really believe that we all have that spark in us to create anything we want but we're just afraid of taking the action because we're afraid of that that it's not going to work or other people will maybe look bad at you or they, they will talk bad about you because, or what would other people think about me if I pursue this thing? So all of us we usually get stopped by all these things and we don't create this, but we all have things in our in our soul, in our mind that we want to create in our lives. But taking that first steps in action, that's when all this creation starts to happen. You start to bump into people that have that knowledge into, into helping you with that vision you had, or you're, you're meeting someone at a supermarket, you get that email, or you get that phone call, and all these things start to put, it's like driving a car with your headlights on in the night. You only see 20 meters in front of you, but if you just keep on going, you still keep on moving forward in the whole road. It's gonna, you're still going to arrive at your end destination. So all these things is creations, but just take the first steps. You don't need to see the whole picture or how it's going to happen. That's the whole beauty of it. I always believe that, that everyone has the greatness within them, right? Has that uh, ability to create and to be a creator of their own lives. So it's about finding that strength within you to actually go and take that action. That's actually going to make the difference. Exactly. Absolutely. We're all creators. We all have that sparkiness. We just have to believe in ourselves, but we have to start with small things. And then that's when we get the courage to go for the bigger things. It's a process. And if you can leave behind one piece of art that will basically tell your story and be what will will leave behind as an artifact, your legacy, it could be a building, it could be anything. What would that piece of art be? You know, that's a great question. No one asked me that before, but I don't want to, I mean, I build resorts and hotels and in Asia and Thailand, and I've done a lot of other things, but 
is that the things that I want to leave behind or be remembered as? I don't think so. So if, if, if I want to leave something behind, I would say it would be the book I wrote because everything that I talk about and everything that I encourage my friends, family, or, or employees to become better people, everything is within trial and error that I have done over the last 16 years. And if I can leave that behind and I can empower other people, then I leave those pieces of paper behind me instead of all the things that I created. Yeah, of course. And I'm super excited to read that book. Like I told you, I pre-ordered the book. I'm ready to to receive it, to start reading it, start sharing it with people. So homeless to billionaire. What was the what was the, the most interesting process of writing that book for you from a self, you know, examining your your life, right? Because it's something that we don't always do. Or at least me, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about the past, but I'm always thinking about you know moving forward and trying to maintain myself in the present. But when I try to go back into you know. You know, when I was in like in my teens and I was at the hardest moment of my life, sometimes it's difficult going there. So what was that process like for you? Oof. Well, it's been a, I can say it's also been a long process, but it's all stepping stones, I guess. We always start with something and we create bigger and bigger things. So if we cannot, we all have to start somewhere, but I cannot tell people that, or oh, we cannot, both of us, we cannot tell other people, you should start like this and this. We need to find, everyone needs to find themselves. What is that that makes them happy? Everyone has different things. Some people like pink, some people like blue, some people like to be, to go to a certain country, some people want to stay in their country. So everyone is different, but finding those things and start small and then build it up, that's the whole process that I've been through, and I know that everyone can do it. If I can move to a foreign country and not speak the language and don't know the culture and don't know anyone there. If I can make it, then anyone can. To just follow the same kind of mindset and principles that that uh, all these successful people have. It's the same red line. We're all using the same principles and techniques, and that's why we're getting the same results. Definitely, definitely. So as we speak, you know, the word success audience is about a quarter million people, you know, all over, all over the world, right? People that are maybe in their, in their teens to, you know, in their 20s and, and older. How can people that are listening right now, how will it change your life to, to read this book? Well, my book is all about 18 principles that I refined. Some of the principles that is something that I discovered myself through all the failures and successes that I've been through. Some of them I have taken from other role models, from other... Uh, success people that I followed and I, I, I've been inspired by them. So, I mean, all I'm saying is try it out. Try it first. We can only believe, don't believe in others and don't follow other people's dream, but work on yourself. And, and, and all this, there is a principle to success. And if anyone that follows the same principles will always get the same results. It's just a way of finding those principles and the way of achieving anything you want in life. It's done exactly the same way. It doesn't matter what it is you want. But just learn them and study success. If you want to be good at something, study success. And if you want to succeed in life and get all this, study that. And that's what you learn. I mean, if you want to be good at something, study that subject. And that's what I, I was lucky that I was, I became obsessed in it when I was no one and I was homeless. But I became obsessed in studying other successful people. And what I realized was that, wow, they're all thinking the same way. They don't know each other, but they all have the same principle. They're all thinking the same way. They do, they're having the same habits. But what if I start to do exactly like that? Will I get the same results? And you know what? Absolutely, yes. But it's just finding out they already have all these things because they just they found a way to get them. And if you mimic that, or if you do the same things as them and, 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 and act like them and, and, 
and follow the same principles, you know what? You will get those things too. And that's what I find beautiful that at the end of the day, you're creating a unique opportunity. When you were reading, you know, you were reading a, a book that because you, you decided, you're the one who made the decision, I'm going to read this book. Because you very easily could have said, you know what, I'm not going to read this book. I'm homeless on the beach, whatever, like screw you, right? But you decided, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to go through it. And then after, I'm going to actually try to implement what's actually written here. So that person literally took the time to write that book that in a way impacted your life. So right now you're doing, someone might be in a beach, not in a beach, but somewhere in, at the lowest point in their life. And you're giving them that opportunity. You can't force people to read it but you're giving them an opportunity that if you follow this and it's stuff that you've learned, but like through reading that book, for example, but also so much more of, over the last couple or the last years of, of your life and of being in business and of, you know, being a, a person that is going through, through, through so much. So I think that's, uh, that's really beautiful. And like I said, I'm, I'm excited to, to read it myself, bro. Well, thank you so much, Juan. Uh, Juan. And I mean, it's the same, I've, that friend could have given me money instead of that book and the knowledge. And I would probably be in the same situation if you were given the money because I didn't have mm. the knowledge of how to handle money or how to handle investment, how to handle success and how to, to use wealth. I mean, that's also another topic to success, but knowledge is the key to all this. And uh, that's what I'm trying to implement to others that if they read, doesn't need to be my book. I, I hope that it can inspire. I know that it will inspire others when they read it, but it's so many more others. And people need to understand just because you read a book, doesn't mean that the whole life is going to change. It's a constant development. After that first book that made my eyes open up, I started to read so much more. I started to study all these successful people. And I'm still doing it today, 16 years, and I'm still learning. But I love doing it because I see these tremendous results happening to me. So start small and then develop and then study it. I mean, that's where the beauty comes in. Yeah. All right, Andres, well... Thank you so much, you know, for for coming on, and it's an absolute pleasure. And I and I, I'm really grateful for for just you know having a conversation with you. That someone who's achieved so much and that's also so humble and wants to to truly you know take what he's learned and influence you know lives of different people that are maybe in the darkest moments right now. Because that's something that I truly connect with. Because I know what it is to almost not be here, right? To be very close to be, you know, just not be on this planet anymore. And some people are in that situation right now and something of really change that. So I, I, uh, I honor that and, and thank you for that, bro. No, thanks a lot, uh, buddy. And I respect you. I think you're doing a great job. I've been following you on Instagram and I think you're amazing. So keep on doing the same. And I mean, if there is thousands of people that hear this out there, even if it's one or two that changed your life, you know what? I'm going to be happy for that, not of the other 900 people that maybe didn't do it or didn't actually take the step. But if we can just change a few, even that makes me happy. So that's what we need to continue to strive for, right? My man, all right. I know you're only at the beginning of your very long success, brother. So I'm excited to have been a little part of, of that and I uh, hope to stay connected with you over the next couple of years, brother. Absolutely. All Thank right. you so much for having me and have a fantastic evening, buddy. Yeah? Likewise. Okay, thanks, Rick. Bye. All right, I hope you guys enjoyed my conversation with Andres Pira. If you want to learn more about Andres, you can go to wordstosuccess.com under episodes, and it's all there. Also, a reminder to go and check out his book, Homeless to Billionaire. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it just searching it on Google and even on our website, words2success.com, and the link to his book is there. All right, so thank you guys so much for being you. 
keep driving, keep grinding, and keep spreading peace and love. I'll see you on the next episode. Vamos. Vamos. Vamos.